Hi, I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Amy Hoggart. We're two women writers and lady comedians. And we play the two male hosts, hell-bent on explaining feminism in the Feminism podcast. Enjoy! Welcome to Feminism, the show for men, by men, for women. I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Jamie Hoggart. And we're your feminist ride-or-die squad and also a right giggle. So let's crack on with another great show. Hello, everybody. So excited to be back on with you all. I'm a little bit tired today. Uh, I think I can probably speak for Jamie, so the same. <gasps> Not quite up to speed yet, but that is to be expected. Uh, um, hold on, Sam, I'm in your name too. Sorry, I need absolute silence. When I was at ITV, I learned that I yawn better when I'm given absolute silence. So I trained everyone I work with to give me the space just to yawn on my own and like really have the relaxation experience that I deserve. So I, I do insist on total silence when I'm yawning. Well, I mean, fair enough, mate. Um, the reason that Jamie and I are, oh, so tired. Um, we've just been on a survival course mm-hmm. for the weekend in the New Forest. Very exciting. And we survived. We survived. <laughs> we did, uh, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did really well, actually. A load of absolutely cracking bads. It was for, um, it was for my 40th, actually. I didn't realise that. Oh, that, no, that's... I didn't know it was your birthday. Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, that's what the cake was for. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But it was a bit of a sad one, because I bought tickets for the whole family. I bought six tickets, thinking that, you know, the girls were going to come with me. Um, but... None of them did, unfortunately. I mean, Kat, she said, you know, I'm six months pregnant with twins. I don't really want to be lying on the floor in a forest next to a you know, very smoky fire. And I was like, all right, I get it. Like, I, I have to set that one up. And uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to now go back twice more, do two more survival weekends, because I think it's not refundable. So thank you for coming with me when no one else would. That means a lot to me. But like, I... I uh, you know, I am, I'm 40 now, so I guess, like, there's just a lot of reflection. There is a lot of reflection going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I honestly hadn't a clue. Well, that makes more sense now, actually. Because I noticed your greys, but I didn't realise it was because you were getting so much older. I didn't put two and two together, but that does explain the greys. Yeah, why well, I look 40. Well, I thought you were 40 already. Sorry, that's why I didn't realise. Oh, I see. No, 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 no. Um, no, I am a solid... Chippenham 40 and I know that as you keep telling me that is misleading yeah because like you know Chippenham 40 is a London what did you call it 63 something like that yeah and that's why I said never go inside the M25 and you're fine yeah I don't drive on the orbital it explains why you would go somewhere even more rural for your 40th is because you probably are you know Woods 30 Chippenham 40 London 63 Woods 30 oh thank you mate I appreciate that uh, I think, yeah, the fresh air is good for me. Um, I think we, we did well as a team, I'd say. I definitely did, yeah. I felt it was important, you know, we, we came together um, and that we, we saw the experience through. And, you know, I'm glad that I did actually insist on that because I do feel, you know, I feel like a little bit of trauma is good for a friendship and I do feel much closer to you now. I mean, it was a traumatic weekend for you. I think that you, you know, living with so many hormonal women, you do 
go through quite big ups and downs. For me, Survival Weekend is about survival. I survived, I did very well. And for you, I think you had so many lows at points you didn't want to survive. So for you, it was partly surviving when that's actually not what you want. Like trying not to survive, Mm -hmm. trying to just end it right now. And then in the end, accidentally surviving was your journey. Yeah, no, I think that perfectly sums it up. I lose hope very quickly. That's the kind of person I am. Like I just immediately lay down and just think, let's just get this done. But, you know, in the end, I can't do that. And if you're not brave enough, to just let the woods take you, right. then, you know, you have to learn to survive a bit. And that's what I did. I survived a bit. You did survive a bit, actually. Yeah. And that was good. Like, we made a fire. I ate an onion. You know, that was all that was available to me this, this weekend. They didn't have any vegetarian options apart from an onion, mm. which I just had to roast on the fire. You had a nice meal, didn't you? I saw you, you, yes. and, you and the lads had that steak. We ate a whole cow, actually. Yeah. We ate a cow and much of a pig. I brought the rest of the pig back. I told the lads that it was for you because you hadn't had your fair share. Right. And so then I brought it back. So I've had to clear out some of your freezer, actually, because I filled my freezer as soon as I got back. Oh, that's what all these feet were then. Yeah. So then I took out some of your frozen goods like pizzas and like leftovers that cats made. And then I've used your freezer space for some of my meat. Um, okay, so so from kind of cooking and stuff and, you know, just generally surviving. I feel like, you know, what I really wanted to get out of the weekend was, um, as I was um, explaining to you in the car, I don't know if you heard, you had your headphones on, but I was trying to say that, as you'll have noticed, we have really advanced our kind of feminism. You know, anyone who wants to know the basics has to go back and listen to series one. And so what Jamie and I were still playing around with this weekend was the concept of being sacred masculine, Mm. which is your kind of go to the woods, get in touch with nature, get in touch with your feelings, get in touch with your anger, letting out some primal energy, maybe some screaming, a lot of crying. I knew I was going to cry a lot. I, you know, that's just what camping does to me. But um, That's why I have my headphones in for most of the trip. Yeah, no, it was, it's funny that it happens on the car journey as well, but... uh, just really kind of, you know, let rip in a way that really serves, you know, the girls. Because when you come back, I guess that you're just a more kind of present, upright character. Yeah. For me, the sacred masculine's more like just having a break from feminism, really, which you do need from time to time. Well, it's like yin and yang, isn't it? It's that balance. That's what we're experiencing. So we can't live in the feminine. We're masculine, you know, with the yin or with the yang. Right. Um, we're the other one anyway, like, they're the one and we're the other one and they're both needed. But for me, it's also just about chilling out, do you know what I mean? Like, I talk about feminism a lot. I do honestly more than my bit. I spend a lot of time with you listening to talking about it and everyone needs a holiday, so... That's off to me, really. Yeah. But I feel very good. I look great. And I do think that I am better at surviving. At the end, you were very skinny and you were tired and you smelt because you hadn't showered. But I obviously had. Well, you popped off to Soho Farmhouse, didn't you? a bit of a shower. Yeah, and I have memberships, so yeah. that's a part of survivalism, really, getting by in this industry, is having Soho House membership. That's true. 
and that was hard because that honestly did leave me. That was at my lowest end when I, you know, like I had an onion tummy ache, Aww. and then there was no Jamie. And you know, like honestly, that is when the screaming and the crying started for me. So to be honest, thank you, mate, for the catharsis. I do really appreciate it. It's exactly what I went for. Yeah, I can look back on it now and think I had a nice time, and you know, like. I would have felt a lot better if that birthday cake that I baked and bought myself, if I had been able to eat some of that, I think I would have had a lot more sustenance. But there were, you know, there were 13 of us mm. and there just weren't enough slices. So it was good. Again. I ate three. It was so good, mate, honestly. Well, I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. Really, really glad. And next time, uh, I won't camp so near the latrines because <laughs> that'll keep you up as well. Honestly. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. I did apologise every time I was going in and out, which also kept you up. And then I had to get up to go and cover it over, which was another waking up. Yeah. Um, not meaning to be, you know, nitpicky, but um, I think that's actually the process. Well, I didn't learn a lot, but I think you, what you do is you dig, then you go, but then you have to cover it over again. Um, uh, I don't know about that. I only did the first two steps. No, I know that. Yeah, yeah. And it worked fine. Yeah, just for like, just for hygiene and general, you know, like, because it was, you know, sort of six feet from where my head was, which is fine. That's the way, you know, like, I can't tell you where to do business. We'd already made our, like, sleeping arrangements and then we dug the latrine right near your head and it was after. Yeah. But I remember thinking this will be comforting for me because I don't like doing a pool in the night. I prefer daylight hours. You're scared of the dark, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Doing a poo in the night does unsettle me, and it, it unsettles my tum, so it makes for a longer session. And I do remember thinking, it's going to be reassuring for me to be able to see you right there watching you sleep while I'm having my night session. Mm. Well, I'm glad. Obviously, I'm glad for that. Yeah, OK, that, no, that's what I hope for. I hope for more bonding. And, you know, having you whispering to me in the dark while you are using the latrine was, um, to be honest, mate, it was the closest I've ever felt to you, and it was very close. Like, mm. yeah. It must so, have been nice as well, because you thought that we were celebrating your 40th, and you didn't know then that I didn't know that. Exactly. I mean, now, I guess, I can look back on it and think, you know, you didn't know. That's why you did that. Mm. You know, nobody knew. I just assumed. Yeah. That the email that I sent and the kind of all the posts on Facebook that I asked for were when um, don't give away, but you know, I had a good time. I had a good time. Oh, do you want to tell them about your uh, your present, the survival tip that you took with you? Does the word top mean anything to you? Oh my god, yes. So I didn't realize this, but you actually get given a top when you join up for the weekend. So, Jamie and I had to make our camp out of it. Jamie did make his camp out of it. Um, he wouldn't let me in it, but I couldn't actually get mine to work. Like, it's really weird. Like, I just couldn't get my tarp up. I think it's because you needed two people to do it, and Jamie was already lying under his. He was helping me learn to survive. Like, he was, really, he was giving me the gift of um, self-sufficiency. Mm. But anyway, I've got a new tarp, is what I mean. It really is, you know, happy 40th from me hearing that story I think that is in a way my gift oh yeah no that's actually good because I yeah I was wondering um if you had one for me yeah perfect um happy birthday mate thank you thank you very much
cool. You okay, mate? You're looking worse than usual. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, Jamie. Yeah, uh, sorry. I thought I was hiding that pretty well, actually. But obviously, no. No. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just that I've heard from Linda again. Like, we've had another message from Linda. I'm a bit shaken up, you know, once more. Um, should I play you a little bit? I don't know. Like, do you want, do you want to hear? Are you up, up to it? Um... Why don't you play it and then if I really react and I'm feeling sick or whatever, I'm mean, gonna have got the bin by my feet, but I'll I'll just let you know. Okay. Alright. Uh alright, here we go. Jamie, Sam, it's Linda, Linda Tubb. What happened? You didn't make it to the farm shop open day. Um I'm pretty sure I sent you the details um via email, Twitter, Instagram. And I did a little TikTok too. Um, I don't know what happened. Something must have come up for you guys. I hope you're both all right. But, so can you m move out of the way, please? Sorry, there was just a man standing in front of my car for absolutely no real reason. Um, now, I did talk to some local suppliers about you. Um, tried to share some of my ideas and they did seem interested. They seemed quite impressed, but it was very hard for them to sort of grasp what my ideas were without meeting him in the flesh. So I really do think we need to sort that out sooner rather than later. Um, yes, yeah, so if you want to get together this week, I am free. Between 9 and 12 is very good for me. Unless you like an early morning coffee uh, as we walk, that's good too. Very happy to do a lunchtime. Could do any afternoon apart from Tuesday. Um, so do come back to me and, and do let me know as soon as possible because I do book up quite quickly. Quite quick. Sorry, someone swerved right in front of me. Bastard! Sorry, excuse my language. Anyway, okay, I think I think that's everything. Um, what a shame, you missed a great day. There was an absolutely huge pumpkin. I will speak to you later. So, oof. okay, thing is, Jamie, yeah. I was at the farmer's market. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And I don't even know what she means by that. It's like... I didn't see you. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that, how am I, am I supposed to take that as a threat? Oh my God. What is going on? Yeah, I mean, she clearly saw you. Else why is she like, oh, the farmers like the idea of you. Surprised like the idea of you, but they didn't see you, so they can't give you any opportunity. Like, yeah. now she's threatening your career and your livelihood. I know. Like, she's seen you at the farmer's market with your family and she chooses to threaten your livelihood. Exactly. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, you're some sort of gatekeeper to like local yeah. Like, I don't appreciate it, nope. but I'm not going to be cowboy. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sorry that we had to talk about this again today. Maybe like we can talk about it a little bit more off air. Yeah. Like get our ducks in a row with like how we want to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Let's leave her out of the podcast. Like she's doing what she can to intimidate us. She's trying to sabotage us. Yeah. She's not going to get the podcast. Like we're upbeat guys. We're feminists. We've got fantastic content. I come from obviously a brilliant career making incredible shows so i'm not going to let one loose cannon yeah you know fatal attraction type get in the way no that's good jamie and also she didn't say that she didn't see you there i mean sorry she did say that she didn't see you there but you weren't there yeah i think you're like you're in the clear but obviously it's my it's my head on the block at the moment we'll just see how it goes oh, thanks mate thanks for your support i really appreciate no, it. no honestly i'm sorry about this yeah Okay, so Sam, I just want to mix it up and I'm going to suggest that I take the lead on a segment this time. I want to talk about something very close to my heart. Oh, no, that sounds wonderful. Um, Jamie's going to take the lead on this section, everyone. So I'm just going to be stepping back for a second, letting Jamie take the lead. Uh, please take it away, Jamie. Great. So the topic is sexuality 
as a feminist and mine specifically because there's been a lot of chat about me particularly recently you know about my conduct as a professional and in the bedroom and I just thought you know let's have a chat about it let's see if what you hear from me changes any preconceptions you might have had about me sexually or otherwise. Oh, I think that's a wonderful exercise. Uh, honesty and openness, both very admirable traits. And can I just say, like, you've slept with so many women. I've slept with so many. I'm sorry, if that many women want to sleep with you, could you really be that bad? I've slept with a lot of women and I've had no complaints in that specific way about very specifically about um, me being a bad feminist. I'm a very feminist man, and the fact that I am giving women an opportunity to say that they love me too is a very gorgeous and romantic thing. Yeah, giving them the chance to have their way with a full-on pedigree-level male feminist. Oh. I bet there's some stuff that you do that I don't even, you know, like, so many nice things. I've got a lot of tricks up my sleeve. It's not rockets. I've invented some little manoeuvres, the Jamie and the Hoggart. The Jamie, in a sexual scenario, will make a woman... It's like a spasm that means I can only do it in a carpeted room. Right. Yes, and the Hoggart is different. The woman doesn't spasm, but she will make a noise. That means it needs to be soundproof or we need to be the only people in the building. Mm. So there's two moves to the Jamie and the Hoggart, and um, it sounds like you're personally having a little bit too much hanky pank just because you are now pregnant with your fifth and sixth daughters just at the wrong times that's the thing i mean in my position i could just you know like i still only do it once a year and i could still land myself in hot water that's the issue well if you do want the tips i'm happy to teach you the jamie and the hogger and you can try them on my sister oh that would be excellent actually yeah she'd appreciate that because well as you know she's a little bit crossy at the moment what um what she was saying this morning is she talking about you bitching about my t-shirt and i was like no no oh god then she said that you had dropped her as your lawyer oh yes uh for the case and that you'd hired yourself some kind of i don't know hot shot yeah sexual harassment specific it's a lawyer yeah right She's a very West Country lawyer, which is nice, but I need a London lawyer and... Well, that's where she works, though, to give her credit. Yeah, but everyone knows that in the evening she goes home west to Chippenham. She doesn't have a flat in Hoban, and uh, I just feel like having your sister represent you looks a bit eggy. Right, okay, I get that. I get that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another reason not to have your sister's lawyer is very cynical, but it's the way the legal system works. I don't make the rules. And that's that if you are a man being, you know, accused of sexual harassment, which is unfortunately the case with me, uh, you do need a woman lawyer. And I just think that it's better if it's one that you can have slept with, just because then they know from position of experience that you treated them well in bed. And if the lawyer is your sister they're going to know that we've not done it so ideally i am going to need a female lawyer who i can sleep with or uh, look like i might have done who can vouch for me being a generous generous lover gosh yeah i didn't even know about that i hadn't even yeah. factored that into the case and to be honest kat didn't seem to know about that either so maybe something that i can flag up with her just let her know the kind of main reasons i think she was thinking it was about actually <laughs> the like, not to sort of, you know, stir anything, but she was basically saying, oh, it's because I'm pregnant and he's worried because I'm pregnant, I can't do my job and I'm not going to be reliable. Yeah. 
Exactly, yeah. So that's it as well. She just don't want to have somebody like has to duck out at a key moment, I suppose. Yeah, she gets flappy and hot, and I just don't want any of the gunk on the floor as well. A big part of birth is the water's breaking and all that muck on my shoes during a big day for me is just not really right. And the problem is when I explain that to her, I try to explain the bit about me and her not sleeping with each other. She says, I don't want you explaining law to me again. And it's like, anytime I explain how it works, she gets really ratty and I just don't need that. Yeah, she hates it when I do that as well. So, um, no, I, I just think that um, getting a female lawyer, you know, who could fall in love with me and is likely to, mm. that can only help my case. Is it because you've been watching Suits a lot? I do watch a lot of Suits, yes. And that's how I know so much. And I just wish that Kat would watch Suits. She could know as much as I do about the law. Yeah. Because you're an absolute legal beagle now. Yeah, I'm a real legal beagle. Thank you all for tuning in to another nourishing episode of Feminism. We can't wait to see you back here next time. Until then. Thanks for listening to Feminism. We're now available on Patreon, so if you'd like to support the cause and receive bonus content, please head to Patreon and sign up to Feminism. And that's spelled F-E-M-A-N-I-S-M. We've just put the word man in the middle of feminism. And talking of Patreon, this is a shout out to Andre, who is a top tier Patreon supporter. The women, thank you. Feminism is a Podmonkey original written and performed by Sam Martin and me, Amy Hoggart.